Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome everyone to the Empowering Series of Podcasts and I'm delighted to have with me today Mary Kennedy. Now Mary Kennedy is universally loved by men and women in Ireland um, and one of the reasons for that is that she just emanates a lovely warmth about her and you do Mary. Oh it's lovely to be but here Mary. <laughs> not at all but you, you do really but I just want to first of all tell people about how accomplished they are if fear they don't realise. So you were a teacher then a broadcaster went into RTE and as well as doing Open House with Marty Whelan and then Nationwide later on with Michael Ryan, you also met the Queen and the comments on the Queen Elizabeth. You did the inauguration of Michael D. Higgins and you also presented Eurovision in, was it 1995? 1995. 1995. Yeah. <laughs> so you're unbelievably accomplished. On top of that, you also are the author of five books. You're an amazing woman. <laughs> but one of the reasons, Mary, I was so anxious to do a podcast with you is you come across as such, you are such an accomplished woman, but yet you are so down to earth. And in, a, in an area where women normally that are successful are stereotyped as being hard, you've managed to avoid that. How did you manage just to be so down to earth, no ego, but just so accomplished? Well, I reckon uh, if that's the case and I I, um, I have an allergic to people who have notions. Good. But I think it's the way um, me and my siblings were brought up. It was a very down to earth house. Um, we were brought up in the suburbs of Dublin mm-hmm. um, and both of my parents were hardworking people. Well, my mother had they both left school after their intersert mm-hmm. and they'd both gone working. But my mother was subject to the marriage bar and therefore she uh, left her job in the civil service when she got married. And my dad continued to work in insurance. There wasn't much to spare, mm-hmm. but uh, the value system at the time, I thought, oh, my God, they're so strict. Mm-hmm. But really, um, it was very fundamentally um, like, uh, well, it's kind of Christian, but mm-hmm. Uh, the Irish word for it is actually probably better, Deanacht, which is humanity. Yes. And we were really taught that way. My mother had two mantras. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was keep your dignity. Mm-hmm. And the other one was put yourself in the other person's shoes. Okay. And I think that stood us in good stead. You know, we, mm-hmm. we didn't get above ourselves mm-hmm. and we were told not to. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because when I applied, first of all, to uh, work part time as a continuity mm-hmm. announcer mm-hmm. in RTE, I filled out it was back in the day when they used to have um, mm. ads in newspapers mm-hmm. and I felt I'd like to try this because I've always been interested in mm. a bit of speech and drama um, and I told nobody that I mm. applied mm-hmm. because I really, really felt that people would say, well, who we- does she think she is? And Mary, to make the, the step of giving up the pensionable teacher job was a huge one. In, in the, particularly then from your mother's, you know, when you th- said about your background, they wouldn't have liked you giving up the pensionable job to go in for a job in RT, which of course is fantastic. But back then it wouldn't, and even now, not a steady income. So th- that took great self-esteem. What gave you that self-esteem? 
Well, to be honest, and this is another thing that um, I learned growing up in the in my family in Clondalkin, mm. money was never really uh, the most important thing. Mm. It mm. just wasn't. Yes. Um, and when sadly, by the time I gave up teaching, my dad had died because mm-hmm. uh, he died playing golf with a, and a work outing when he mm. was 59. Mm-hmm. And my mother was, um, you know, yes, she was very um, diligent yes, as a, a yeah. mother. There is one thing I would love if she had um, a lighter side to her yeah. and a, more of a sense of fun because, you know, I really feel she she was too hard on herself. Self, and yeah. that kind of has gone on to the next generation as well. Yeah. And but, was there a reason for that, Mary? Do you think that her being hard on herself was, was because of the way she was brought up? And as you say, she had to give up her, her job which was hard on women then because they wanted to create people. Is that why you, because you're quite witty and you're you're really, you love life and you enjoy it. Did you set out to do the quite opposite? Well, like they were kind of yin and yang because yeah. my father was from a very gregarious mm. and uh, show busy kind of family. Mm. He was mm. in the Amateur Dramatic Society in Clondalk mm. and his sisters were both good singers. They were raconteurs. Mm. Got it from that side. Mm. Uh, yeah, my mother's um, would have been a, um, a more like uh, strict Mm. upbringing. Uh, Her mother, who Mm. lived until she was 102, was a strict woman. She Mm. was a real matriarch. But, Mm. you know, again, nice values. But you mentioned there that, you know, she had to give up her job. She did have to give up her Mm. job. Mm. But to be honest, she wouldn't have had it any other way. She felt really that once you were um, a wife and a mother, that was where your place was. She was of her time. Yes, of course. And when I was teaching, um, she was my child minder because her house was around the corner from the school. But she never really, uh, she was happy to mind the children, but she didn't really feel that I should be out there working. Very good, very good, very good. And Mary, because you're a mentor now for for women in particular listening in, you know, when you're working in RTE and all these, and I as a doctor had to, you know, as as a woman, it's much harder. You, you you get this sense that you have to be better to, to get to the top. What what did did you perceive that in RTE or how did you get to be so successful without having to walk on everyone? Because that's not the type of person you are. I've actually been asked that question mm. very often mm-hmm. and I have really examined my sense of mm. self hugely to mm-hmm. come up with an answer. And hand on heart and honestly, I have never felt mm-hmm. that I was you know, passed over Mm -hmm. or um, that I didn't get something that I really wanted. Mm -hmm. But I did temper my ambition by the fact that I had responsibilities. I had four children and I was separated. Now, my ex-husband was a huge part of the children's upbringing. But still, I just didn't feel that I could go for something that, you know, might take me away for too long. Um, I remember turning down two fabulous jobs and I I look at myself now and I say, why did you do that? To go mm. uh, to be a guest on Catherine Thomas's programme, No Frontiers, oh, yes, yes. to do a cruise around the fjords in Norway. Yes. And I turned it down because, I don't know, somebody was like on a school play yes. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But that's what you do. And yeah. I'm very happy. I found <clears throat> the, the work that I have done in RT very satisfying, very mm-hmm. stimulating. Mm-hmm. But something that when I'm talking to people, I uh, emphasise that it is really important to f- 
try and find a job that you love, Mm -hmm. that gives you satisfaction, that's, Mm. you know, that stretches you. Mm -hmm. But remember, it is a job. It is not your life. It shouldn't be Be, your whole life. You're, you're, you know, it's and I think that's something that a lot of people have learned Mm -hmm. in lockdown, that when it boils down, it's your people, it's your family, it's your tribe, it's your clan Mm -hmm. uh, that Mm -hmm. really Mm -hmm. uh, it, it gives proper meaning to Absolutely. your life. I just, interesting Mary, when you said that you turned down those jobs, I just was thinking, I think most men wouldn't turn down those jobs. Women have this guilt, particularly mothers. How do we get rid of that? Because I think to empower women, we have to think more like men. We don't have to lose our femininity, but we do have to just, you know, be good, be kinder to ourselves. And you spoke about your mother not being, and, and that was the way mm. she saw her herself being her reared. Exactly. How do we change that? How do we empower women to to, to see themselves as equal more and get rid of that guilt. Well, I, I think the, the <laughs> one of the very good ways of doing <clears throat> that is to empower men to be yes. less macho and to, yes, yeah. to, to feel less that they are the, the most important person in, mm. in a relationship. Yes, because yeah. it is um, a, a partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think really um, it's important to have women in positions of influence mm-hmm. um, because they can influence policy mm-hmm. and, um, you know, negotiation. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love if there were more women involved in the whole handling of um, this pandemic. Absolutely. In our country. I yes. think it would be very um, seen how well they've done different. abroad. Yes, yeah. the women. Yeah. Um, but yes, I do feel uh, it. Uh, it is guilt, yeah. And mm. We will always have it. But then I think that comes from the fact that this Nurturing. little being has come from inside mm. your body. It's yes. a massive bond. It's huge, it's huge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I hope that in schools now, um, young young women mm. are being taught about, you know, their, their self-esteem mm. and their... Uh, and, we, you know, we, we don't help it ourselves sometimes by uh, having this you know, notion of perfection mm, for women. Mm. They should look a certain way. They should act a certain way. Mm. They should like, it's no different to say in the 50s when mm. women were told, oh, make sure you have your makeup on and your mm. lipstick on when your husband comes mm. home. Mm-hmm. The way young women nowadays are being told, oh, this is the way you should look. You should be a size, whatever. Yes. And you should, uh, you know, have yeah. your nails done and your, um, you know, your fillers yes. and all this kind yes. of thing. Yeah. It's the same pressure, just with a different, different yeah. emphasis. And Mary, how are we going to get rid of the media pressure whereby we need to change how the media perceive women? Because, for example, I'm thinking in terms of Gay Byrne was able to have that long career in his 80s and he was wonderful. We all loved gay but is it harder for a woman you know and to change the whole narrative of how media perceive you you know because as a woman I I can't imagine the media allowing a woman in their 80s and it's so wrong but they They should they do in the States Barbara Barbara Walters is how are we uh, going to make Irish society do that but look at me I had to retire at 65 I know (laughs) I know I know and and it's dreadful and and you're loved because of of, of how natural you are and how accomplished you are But, but that's such a pity but how do we change that? How do we tell the powers that be that hang on here, women? It doesn't. It's not. It shouldn't be ageist, but we are treated uh, quite uh, ageist in, I, in Ireland in particular. I think that things are changing. Mm-hmm. I really do. And um, I mean, just to to clarify, the reason mm. I had to uh, retire at mm. sixty five and Gay Byrne 
didn't mm. was because I was staff. Yes, and he and was it's public service yes. and he's contract. Yeah, yeah. And that's still the case. Yes, you know, absolutely. Um, yeah. And uh, men and women mm. at 65 of their staff, they have to retire. But I have to say, uh, it was sad to wave goodbye to Nationwide. Course, yeah. But I'm continuing to work Brilliant. in RTE and they're, they don't have a problem with that. Which, Brilliant. You know, because they're um, restrained by certain rules course, as well. Of course, of course. Anyway. Um, but can, can I ask you a hard question? And mm-hmm. I, I don't want to put it in order, but... You know, you as a person of Dukas and somebody who really loves the Irish language and loves the Irish language, I heard you recently on RTE on the, the, the programme. Oh, was see, 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 Yeah, fabulous. But you used to pro- to um, co-present the uh, Up for Ireland. What's that? Up for the match. Up for the Up match. For the All-Ireland. With Marty. Is, no, with uh, Des Cahill. Des Cahill, right. And d- d- was that your choice to leave that, Mary? Or, and they brought along Grani Shoega? No, no. Okay, so that to... to me as a woman I just I just thought well and Grani Shogi is wonderful because I know Grani well and know Sheila very well as well and they're fabulous people but as a woman looking on I just thought you know you were the, real, the, the, the as Grani had but I just thought why was she moved and Des wasn't you know was it the younger woman it just annoyed me so is there that goes on in, in media and, and we really need to say and we need to call it out and say well why did you was it an age thing was it why Why did you bring know. up the younger woman I don't know but it was a change, change of producer man. okay so once a producer and you have to, you know, like a producer has to have autonomy. Mm, I mm. I didn't make any secret of the fact then either that I would have liked to have continued, mm, and I mm. still continue to do lots of work with Beautiful. the GAA. Mm. Um, but uh, that's a producer's prerogative. prerogative and if yeah. I'm a producer, I want to have uh, control over that. And, okay. You know, relationships form. Mm. Networking, I understand, is important. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's not something that comes very easily to mm. me. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the way it I has didn't to mean be. to embarrass you with that. <clears throat> no, but it was just that I, I just think I want to send the message out there, really, I suppose, that we can't be ageist in our society to women because men seem to be able to present forever. But I think there is that sort of narrative there that they feel they need to bring on the younger woman all the time. And I think as women, we need to call that out and say mm-hmm. that that shouldn't be allowed. You know, I think it's important to have people of every generation I totally because agree. there mm. is uh, there is a. Um, equality with each generation. There's a lovely quote that I um, use quite a lot. It's mm. by um, uh, an English woman. Her name was Lady Diana Cooper. Mm. And she had a, um, a quote. It is, first you are young, mm-hmm. then you are middle-aged, mm-hmm. then you are old, now you are beautiful. Fabulous. And I just feel that it's a, an amalgamation of all of the um, all of the different ages that really makes wisdom, absolutely uh, clarity, mm-hmm. humor, absolutely. Uh, and yeah. you, you meet some wonderful people at every age. Um, and in I, America, they've appetized that completely, don't they? In America, <clears throat> they really do, <clears throat> because they Oprah Winfrey and all these women, they're just getting better and better as they get yeah, older. Exactly. Yeah. And and uh, they're being left on, which is wonderful as well. Mary, I came across <clears throat> a beautiful quote, and I said, you know what this applies to you so well Mary Angelou and she said that the struggle for balance and equality continues unabated and the woman warrior who is armed with wit and courage will be among the first to celebrate victory and that's you Mary you have (laughs) fabulous wit and you know you're always even when you're presenting nationwide you're always in a lovely and and you get the best out of people as a result you know well I love people and I'm very curious and all the time I was presenting nationwide I would get into the car at maybe silly o'clock in the morning to Mm. drive someplace with an a feeling of anticipation about meeting people about seeing new places I love yeah. um, I love Ireland I yeah. love going to different places um, I I uh, I'm at a stage now where 
okay. Uh, it was a threshold mm-hmm. retiring from Nationwide. But it's been wonderful. Mm-hmm. It really has been an amazing year. Mm. Okay, a lot of it has been spent in lockdown. But I have done uh, jobs mm-hmm. that I wouldn't have been able to do if I was still presenting nationwide, you know, yes, and I think yes. it's important to embrace every stage. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I also want a different balance in my work home at the moment because yes. I'm let's face it, I'm at an age where I have more of my life lived yes. than I have to live. Oh, and I there's don't at least another 30 <coughs> years left, Mary. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I remember Gay Byrne used yeah. to, one of the things he used to say, the the uh, the graveyard is full of people who mm. thought they were indispensable. Yes, true. And mm. uh, I do want to just have a nice amount of stimulation work-wise mm, mm. but have much more time I thought I'd be gadding around the country and going yeah. for city breaks to yeah, all sorts of yeah, places yeah, in yeah, retirement yeah. Yeah. hasn't happened yet I also think it's important to embrace um, new opportunities yes. and working for TG Cahar and working for RTE has been lovely in a different way mm. and also like doing that dancing that was mm. mad oh, and was I really fantastic. enjoyed it yes. it was great yeah. it was different yeah fantastic and Mary your love of Dukas where, where does that come from you're a fabulous Irish speaker uh, where does that whole love of Dukas come because when you know even the way you spoke brought in the Irish language there earlier Mm. uh, where does that come from well both of my parents are from uh, like the the North Circular Road the cattle markets in Dublin yeah Um, they went to you know the the local schools uh, Stanhope Mm. Street and Brunswick Street and as I said they left when they were 15 Mm. and then their pair their families felt because they were moving from the inner city out Mm. to Clondalkin Mm -hmm. that they were moving to the sticks and Mm -hmm. it was the sticks then Mm -hmm. but it's not now Mm -hmm. Um, it was a a combination of I had an Irish teacher in secondary school who was from Kerry and mm. she just she was a very warm person and not in, not when you're in first year and second year yeah, but if yeah. you kind of showed a little bit of diligence she would soften yeah um and she just instilled a love of Irish in me mm. and it must have been like my mother also my my brother and my cousins who lived next door were struggling with their Irish and mm. she decided she would go to the Gaelin classes in mm. Clondalkin she learned her grammar and she gave them grinds mm. around our kitchen table for their intercert. Mm-hmm. Now, they might as well have been out in the field with the yes, sheep, yes. but she did her best. Yes, yeah. And we always just loved um, music. And there was always a, a, a tradition of Irish in and community mm-hmm. in Clondalkin. So I think that Irish teacher, Mrs. Redmond, um, who was from Kerry and just family. Was your mentor? Yeah, yeah, she really was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And when and I went, went back, back. <laughs> <laughs> I went off to, t- to, to I did a degree <clears throat> yeah. in Irish and uh, French, which coincidentally or not, were the two subjects that she taught me. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, they're definitely a huge mentor. But when I life. came back, um, mm. I mean, I thought all the teachers were ancient. Yes, I came yeah. back three years later and mm. realised that a lot of them were only about three or four years older than uh, that's right. Isn't it funny? Isn't yeah. it funny? And Mary, you talked about your mother and the values. What values do you think are very important and what values do you think we should be telling women that are listening uh, to have? And, and men, we're hoping the men are listening too. But what values do you think that are really important in life? I think the biggest, the most <clears throat> important advice that I would give to women is to nurture 
and be really conscious of your your women friends Mm -hmm. and to be supportive of them because they are your rock. Mm. They really Mm -hmm. are in times Mm. of trouble and in times of joy. Mm -hmm. They are your 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 back. Yes. Um, That is the biggest thing. Um, As I said, well, decency Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, and and to be non-judgmental. Nobody knows what's going on in somebody Mm. else's life. Mm. But also to have that sense of fun. That's the thing I regret for my mother, that Mm. she didn't have um, more of that because life (coughs) should be fun. Yeah, you know. Yeah, totally. Mm. And Mary, what's on your bucket list? What you've achieved? So, by the way, what was the driving force in you? Like for somebody who's very, comes across as laid back, you've achieved an awful lot. You have five books, you journal your mother what's the driving force in you what's that little tick in you uh, that keeps going well I, I I kind of I can get very low if I'm not busy if I don't have mm. a project on board mm-hmm. um, and that's something that I'm trying to work on mm-hmm. because um, I do feel that you know unless I have something stimulating I can <coughs> you know mm-hmm. uh, go down a bit I also feel that if um, if it's possible I think um, meeting a counsellor is very good. I have a counsellor now. It, it's I started mm. seeing her in a time of trouble, mm. um, and uh, that was about ten years ago. Mm-hmm. And I said, when when that was all eased out, a lot of people stop seeing their mm. counsellor. But mm. I like to see her about once a month. Mm. And now at the moment it's on Zoom, but mm. it's fine. Mm. And I just think that that's important to mm. analyze and to reflect mm. and to uh, to to kind of be kind mm. to yourself. It's mm-hmm. important to be kind to other people. It's also important to be kind to yourself. So, totally, yeah. yeah, but I do like to, and I, I find it hard to turn down an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And when I look back, the opportunities that have been afforded to me through work, mm. I mean, you know, even as recently as nationwide, going mm. to places like um, Africa a few times mm-hmm. um, well, with now, the peacekeepers. Com- com- commentating <coughs> on Queen Elizabeth's coming. Mary, and Mother Teresa. Amazing. Yeah. And Mother Teresa. Mm-hmm. Very, very mm-hmm. good. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. But yeah, but the I suppose the the other thing I wanted to ask you is that you, you Warren Buffett actually said that the best investment is in ourselves. So by you doing the counselling, uh, obviously so. you're fine. More. But Mary, it must have been very hard for you to, to separate because you're a real warm person. Of course, the Loneliness probably is, is was one of the things, wasn't it? That you you said you were a bit low. It could have been just the loneliness as well, because you're a people's person. Well, there's a sense of failure <coughs> when yeah. your marriage breaks down. That's for sure. Um, and nobody um, walks down the aisle mm. wanting anything no. other than Not this would last all. forever. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, um, but we change. We do yes. change. We forget that. And uh, like well done to people whose mm. marriages succeed, mm. and uh, no judgment of people whose marriages don't. Absolutely. Um, I and mean, no judgment of people that are staying on them for various reasons. Uh, absolutely. Don't work, yeah, exactly. You do what works. Yes. Yeah. Um, I can remember, though, it was uh, a long time ago now. It was uh, 25 years. But I can remember feeling frightened mm. um, uh, that, like, if people found out mm. uh, that I'd never work again mm. because I had not not that yeah. far beforehand yeah, yeah, started yeah. working full time in RTE um, and that's hard that's changed thankfully thankfully um, yes absolutely uh, and Mary believe it or not you've made by you and being such a public figure and, and by you being so lovely you know a lot of women have, have felt the courage to, to move because a lot of people stay in situations they shouldn't be I see that as the doctor whereas it, it you know it, you came out at a time when it was difficult to come out very and, and fair juice to you mm. and that's always better you know all the psychologists will tell you it's better 
better for the family even as well because it's better to have a positive energy around than a negative energy and no tension mm. and so mm. forth and as you said it's no one's fault when it breaks up no. you, you're so right but that's where the women friends come in as well that's true huge yes. support and yeah. family yes. and my mother was wonderful even though it was you know it was mm. very hard course, for her to, course. But she's, uh, to take on board you're her child so she yeah. loves you at the end yeah. of the day and she'll support you mm. your bucket list Mary for the, for oh, the, the bucket list yes well um, well, well, if, if we ever, much more, you cheap, but you have another thirty years to go. So, what are you going to do? Well, I want to stay fit, and that's another thing I would advise yes, uh, yes. women's fitness is very important. Yes, and I yeah. do. Um, I mean, I don't always look forward to it, but mm. I do do five kilometers a day. Good I would girl. do the 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 jog. It's it's not mm. a run; it's a jog. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does. Uh, I, sometimes, as I said, I don't look forward to it, but I always feel wonderful when I come back. Good girl. Um, so I do want to stay fit and healthy. And that's something like I'm an ambassador for bone health with mm, the Osteoporosis good, Society. Good. And I really would encourage people to be conscious <clears throat> so of that, important. particularly women. Yes, yes um, so important. If we ever... Menopause uh, in particular. Yeah, yeah after mm, menopause. Yeah. The estrogen decreases, decreases and, and therefore bone, bone goes down. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I w- I, there are parts of the world I would like to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I did go over to... Um, Melbourne when my son was there to surprise him for his 30th mm-hmm. birthday and if we ever get the chance to get <laughs> on a plane again there are lots of places that I want to do a good trip to Australia and Fabulous. yeah and I think of... Mary even your books sort of you, you know you you the books you've um, written are you know are fantastic but the lines are you said all memoirs but even the last one home thoughts from the heart mm. like you really are because you've succeeded so much um, as a woman in a society when it's hard was hard to succeed and you're still very young by the way but uh, no but you, you have a lot to do as an ambassador for women I think and I can see another few books coming out and because you've gone through quite a lot and you've come out the top all those struggles that you've mastered uh, telling women about how you've mastered them is, is, is massive because that'll give them the, the coping skills to do the same. Well, I hope so. And mm. sometimes when um, I give talks, women would come up afterwards mm. and sometimes men. Which is lovely. Um, yeah. Yeah, you have a big having... appeal with men, by the way. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but they would discuss things that were yes. troubling them in their mm. lives. And I think it's important. Like I have stood up um, in churches during novenas um, and talked about... Um, you know, marriage breakdown mm. and not being judgmental and, um, you know, uh, and it's it's good for people to hear that. It's good yeah, for people yeah. to know that. Yeah. Um, I Honesty would, is the big thing, isn't it? It's absolutely. lovely that people like you can be honest and yeah. sort of say, mm. well, it's, it, you know, this is as it, as it is and I'm telling you. And I think that's what's lovely about you. Yeah, She's and so I, would, I would hope that people do get a bit of kind of uh, a feeling that, well, you know, um, you think that things might be okay in her life, but they're not. Everybody yeah. has their has struggles. Their struggles and, yeah. Yeah. And, and Mary, have you left, learned to love yourself? Because I find with women, the big problem is, particularly successful women like yourself, you don't realise your own success. You don't, like I have women coming into me that are amazing like you, but they don't realise how good they are they, on, on a personal level. They might on a professional, but a personal level. And they're the women that come into me with hormone imbalance and serious sickness mm. because they're overdoing it and they still feel, you know, particularly in the home, um, um, have you learned to love yourself? Um, well, I think it's it's foisted on you when you get a bit older because yeah. you, do, you just simply don't have. I mean, mm. I love gardening, but I realise now that I can't do all the things that mm. I used to do. Mm-hmm. So um, I enlist my two sons. Yes. And yeah. I say, this is payback time. Yes. Um, but 
Uh, I think mm, probably not as much as I should. And yes. I agree with you. Yes. I, I think Irish women have a huge mm. sense of duty mm-hmm. and responsibility mm-hmm. and that they are, you know, if things go wrong in the home, that uh, they're at fault. I, mm. I, I don't think we're I think we're hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's not helped by maybe as we um, spoke about earlier, body image, mm. you know, that Absolutely. you feel that um, after a certain stage in life if you don't look the way you did when you were 20 mm. oh well what's mm. gone wrong with me but there? men don't feel that at, not all. at all so we really no. need to change that we yeah. shouldn't feel like yeah, that not but that's all. not men's fault no, because I have to say I've never met a man mm. who said to somebody he loves totally. I wish you looked a different yeah, way it's, it's women women, women yeah. expected of women and we need to stop yeah, that I absolutely think so. yeah. I totally agree with you mm-hmm. on that yeah absolutely and Mary the other thing I want to say to you was yeah with your girls you have two girls right how did you empower them and how did you what did you do differently to what was done with you to sort of try and get that equilibrium because that's what we're trying to do we're trying to get men and women equal which unfortunately we don't have in Ireland did you do anything differently with your girls to empower them did you praise them more than you were praised or Uh, well probably probably yes Um, I I can remember (laughs) if you got into trouble in school you wouldn't Mm. go home and say anything about it because um, you know uh, I can remember my mother saying well you know you must have deserved it or Mm. um, yes if whatever happens to you in school, it'll be worse when you get home. Yes, so that's yeah. it was that kind of negative. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah, that reaction. was the way all parents. Yeah. Were then, negative wasn't discipline, it? whereas be yeah. much more positive with yeah. the two girls. And I have to say, well, one of them, my my eldest child and the older daughter is married um, to an absolutely gorgeous man. And yeah. it is definitely a partnership. Great. He is the most loving, caring person mm-hmm. that she oh, he's got a lovely wife, but she's got a lovely husband yes, as well. Yes, and it's yes. gorgeous. Lovely. And then Lucy is the youngest of the family. And she is. Um, yeah, she's she's got a lovely sense of herself. Mm. She decided some years ago to go vegan. Mm-hmm. She is very, um, you know, environmentally aware. Mm. She's uh, very strong in, you know, in a personal way, which I which I admire. She's much stronger than I am. And I, oh, I, I say to her, I say to her, gosh, you know, I wish I had. Yeah. But it's great credit to both uh, both of her parents, Mary, because you get your strength. It's it's the parents that that mentor the children. So by you being positive with them and, you know, that's how you get your, their self-esteem up by telling them how wonderful they are. And yeah, and, yeah. I think, though, that from um, from my point of view and, and if there mm. are women who have mm. kind of teenage children out there, um, I feel that I I sometimes say uh, I should have done that better. I should have I shouldn't mm. have brought them up that way. I, I think um, we do a better job than we give ourselves credit for. Totally. And I think Irish people generally have a huge sense of the other person. It's yes. the way it's in our DNA. Look yeah. at the way when you go abroad to the developing world. Anywhere I've gone, mm. you will find Irish people volunteering there. Yes. You will fe- find Irish people ministering to the yes. the, 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 the underprivileged. Yeah. So we do have that feeling of caring yes. and wanting to bring out yeah. the best in people. Yeah, yeah. And we have to realise as women that we have done a good job mm. of our children, mm. even if something, if they go off the, 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 the rails, the rails yeah. Absolutely. Um, at least they know that they can come back that there's you know we are we are and the way we treat our older people I yes. think is lovely as well oh, I, we I vaccinated them first was lovely well, I really liked yes, that I yes. thought that was a great great thing Absolutely. to do and, and I've so right. been in other countries where um, you know people would be um, surprised mm-hmm. that 
uh, say, for instance, I'm a patron of Family Carers Ireland, mm. that people would, if there's um, a person who uh, needs a lot of extra mm. help, that they would stay in the home and mm. that the, the family would want them there yes. and want to love them and mm. mind them. Now, I do think the, the, the government should be more conscious mm. um, and supportive totally of agree. carers. But there are countries where that just wouldn't happen. Yeah, I mean, so, you know? so true. So true. So, Mary, we've spoken about how, how we empower uh, self and, and you've talked about how you still go for Counseling, so you're mm-hmm. still finding ways of, of how you can better yourself. I'm living my best life. Yes, living your best life and how you love yourself and how, how, how you, you basically, you're that lovely drive and how you're still fulfilling yourself. But the, I suppose the, the other thing I want to touch on, how can we make more, and, and you as an ambassador for women, how can we influence society more? And I'm thinking in terms of like we, we heard and it's on the front page of the papers today about our justice minister, um, you know, maternity leave only only happening now it's incredible mm. to think that in 2021 that a minister had to sort of you know I'll let you talk well on because more we're power to her <clears throat> yes but yeah you know I think we have to look at ourselves mm. in that regard as well she's the first person who's ever kind of uh, asked for it like it's up yeah. to us women totally, to do yeah. that as well yeah. I think it's great wonderful uh, she's she's a she's a woman she's going to have a baby she's going to take all of her maternity leave and rightly so mm, mm-hmm. she's going to spend that six months mm-hmm. nurturing a future adult, adult. let's face who's it who's going to contribute to Irish society and the more yeah. the, like the, the the better job she does the mm. the better the, the the contribution will be mm-hmm. so it's not that she's going off to kind of rest on her laurels mm, or you know exactly, just relax exactly, for six yeah. months she's going to be working really hard mm. and her job should be kept for should, her absolutely. but the, the fact of the matter is that, that the, the spotlight is on that is because we haven't actually demanded that before mm, mm. you know we do need to be advocates for our own gender I yeah, think yeah totally and we do have a women's council but I suppose we just need to be more vocal don't we because mm-hmm. it's amazing it mm-hmm. took so long for that to happen because I, I, I recall hearing that you know uh, other people took sick leave to take like a judge a female judge took sick leave to take maternity leave uh. which is dreadful so as, as you said we do have to, we have to advocate but I suppose Mary really when women are providing such a contribution to society because without that life you know the human race wouldn't continue we shouldn't have to advocate either I suppose there does need to be more of a look at, at how women are treated in society doesn't there uh, well yes and I do think <coughs> it's, it's, a, mm. it's, a, it's a conversation that's happening mm. at the moment mm. and there is no doubt but that every uh, boardroom mm. and every staff room and every um, f- factory canteen is mm. the better mm-hmm. for having a mix of yeah. female and male energy mm-hmm. um, you know in any discussion or in any uh, thing that happens mm. um, yeah I suppose it's like it started back with Adam and Eve yeah, like, exactly. and it's, a, it's yeah. an evolutionary thing yeah, yeah. and we are I think at quite an advanced stage mm, of mm. Um, insisting you, on it annoys me Mary the sport though the sport we're way behind I, I actually put a question into government um, only recently and, and you heard it come out in the news where 700,000 of taxpayer money goes to female sport but 3 million goes to men and mm. I just thought you know when we've young children and young girls mm-hmm. who are doing equally as much training as, as the boys and, and they perceive themselves to be treated as lesser beings mm-hmm. in, in an age where we're talking about equality I, I think it's dreadful and I, I just wonder what can we do to overcome it you Well know? I think that the fact that we're talking about it mm. and the fact that it's now an issue because mm. um, I know I can remember hearing I think it might have been the Irish women's soccer team mm-hmm. um, 
had to kind of wash their own gear right. and That's you know get right. changed yes, in the yes, back of yeah. buses and things yes, like that. Yeah. Um, but again, like maybe I don't know, maybe I'm too soft. I, it, this is mm. something that when I was going to school, um, girls, OK, played camogie mm. but nobody played football no yes it's yeah. kind of something that's evolving as well and it's yeah. uh, happening with the generations and it has to be addressed I think the only um I I don't kind of um get cross with the fact that it hasn't happened up to now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I um would be very annoyed if now that it is being aired nothing is done about done it about and it, yes. I really don't think mm-hmm. that anybody is going to get away with not doing something about it because totally. Irish women are strong once they have the bit between <clears throat> their teeth yes, yes and and they have right on their side mm, mm. it's it's unjust it's wrong but to be honest to, to kind of try and give the um the the broader perspective and as my mother used to say looking at it from the other person's mm. you know looking from the other person's shoes it didn't happen it didn't arise back yeah. in the the 50s and 60s it, it does frustrate me though how it takes so it, it's taken so long everything takes long uh, and it country. frustrates me it does it <laughs> does and it does frustrate me you know when I go to Camogie Beach which I do with my young little girl and you know only last year county semi-final and they were put to the back pitch and the under 16 boys got to, and this is a, a county mm-hmm. I just said oh my god you know and, and what was the reaction did you actually have so a I did chat with and of somebody? course I, I actually went up and the, the attitude was well you're lucky to be here that was the attitude that that real sort of now and thankfully there's a few men only like that mm. but the attitude was a real arrogant one of well you're lucky to be here we're lucky we're we're accommodating you you know mm. and that mm. still does but mm. but why I'm saying it is pe- people like us have to call it out and we have to say that's not tolerable mm-hmm. anymore mm-hmm. and we're I all agree. equal and we don't want a feminist society or a metro we just want equilibrium that's all we want yeah I think we want equal mm. um equal um, treatment mm-hmm. and Equal treatment, you know, absolutely. I, 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 I think we're very different in our mm. ways, and I, mm. I think that the um, that women are fab. I think women oh, totally. are. And we must celebrate femininity. We don't want to make them masculine. Mm. We, we have to celebrate the fact that we're different. Yes, don't and we? that yeah. we're, we have huge organizational skills mm. and huge multitasking skills. Like we have lateral thinking in a way that mm. I. I really find it hard to see in in a, a lot of men. That's true. Um, and you know, and the warmth then, Mary, I think is mm. is is a huge thing because if if you're warm, you you just relax people. That's one of the reasons you are such a good interviewer because with that warmth, you just you you put down the barriers and people just open up easier. Yeah, yeah. and that's why I feel at, mm. at that um, it's a it's a loss to any. Uh, boardroom that mm. doesn't have um, a, a, a quorum, a good mm. quorum of Irish of of, of Irish women, mm. um, of women around their their table. Because mm. yes, you're right, they do have those qualities um, that complement mm. the the male ones. Totally, totally. And, and you see, as a as a race, where we are known to be warm. Mm. I mean, we we get on well when mm. we go abroad. Mm. Um, but then there's that extra dimension of the. The, the divine feminine that we yes, can bring to it because yes. the divine feminine is very strong we got I mean we have um saint bridget as our yes, um yeah, yeah. our role model in that regard and my yeah, goodness yeah. she was some woman yeah unbelievable mm. yeah unbelievable mary queen elizabeth uh, was that was it lovely to come to did you actually meet her 
Did you get to meet no. her at all? Oh, no, no I was that. in I was in a in a booth. Yeah. Uh, commentating oh. on her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. It was it was a lovely occasion. Yeah. Um, all the comment. I love doing all of the commentaries because uh, they take a lot of work and it's almost like and you have a lovely speaking exam. voice. Was, was that always there or did you? Well, did it's, you it's funny because my mother, when when um, when I was young, um, I was the eldest and I was uh, there were two things about me. I was very shy and also I couldn't I was, imagine I you was, being shy. I still am. <laughs> and I say that to when I'm yeah. uh, talking to people as well. Yeah. I am still shy, but you kind of um, have to just say, OK, I'm shy, but I'm going to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was shy and I also um, was pigeon toed. Okay. So my mother sent me to Irish dancing to turn yeah. my toes out and to <laughs> elocution, as it was called then. To get over the shyness, and I suppose you do. You, you learn to, yeah. Very, proper. very good. And Mary, finally, my little twin son, or my big twin son, now will will absolutely. He he was delighted that I was coming to meet you purely because he thinks you're lovely, but also you're the aunt of Dermot Kennedy. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and it was a huge thing. So I suppose the the one thing is when you have a famous aunt, it, it probably did help him, didn't it, to think that he could do it as well? Because you do have that mentor role. You do really. And you're quite a close family. Oh, a very close yeah. family, a very close family. So, and I mentioned my, my youngest yeah. daughter, Lucy. Mm. Um, there's only six months between Lucy and Dermot. Mm. And Lucy is Dermot's photographer. Yes, so, yeah. Um, and I do feel that she gets kind of very candid shots. That, yes. Because they hang out together hang when out they're together. on tour. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah we, we are a very close family. And we always went on holidays together, myself yeah. and John and Eileen and uh, Dermot and his sister yeah. Claire. Yeah. Um, uh, well, it's got to the stage now where, um, like, I remember when Dermot was on the Late Late Show, he was saying, um, yeah, you're uh, Mary Kennedy's nephew. And now it's, um, oh, you're Dermot Kennedy's oh, aunt, which is, <laughs> which is oh, great. It's but lovely. Yeah. He does. What I like about Dermot is, first of all, he... Very he's, natural as well. He's very natural. Yeah. He's very down to yeah, earth. Yeah, Again, very, he wouldn't yeah. have That's, notions. Yeah, which is lovely. Um, but he, he's got a lovely um, poetic... Yes, uh, yes turn of phrase yeah. and he's also I mean I think it was really telling on the toy show there was that young oh that boy was lovely from yes, I that, yeah. and I sent him a text immediately afterwards because he was we knew he was going to be yes, on and that he was yeah. going to yeah. surprise this guy but what was so special about it when this guy Michael from Balana once he recovered his composure and started to sing yeah, the song yeah, again yeah, yeah. Dermot just stepped back it was gorgeous and I yeah. think that's a measure of the, the kind Absolutely. of person and, and the boy just adored him I mean you could see just the reverence yeah. almost it but was he lovely. didn't steal the show no, Michael was the did. Star. It was lovely. It was um, lovely. Yeah. And they are both just gumming to get back on the road again. Uh, like, of course they are. Of course. They are. But I do think that mentor role, Mary, within family even is important because, you know, you, you break the mould by, you know, if you succeed, then it's easier for them to think, well, you know, I could do it as well. Um, there is that. Yeah, maybe mm, it mm. wasn't an alien territory. Yeah, I can mm. remember in the very beginning when Dermot was kind of uh, maybe making a little EP. Yes. Um, and um, John, my brother, gave me several of them in envelopes with a little press release that they'd composed themselves to give to yes. different people. Yeah. I remember Ray Darcy uh, saying I was on with him and he was asking about Dermot and I said, I gave you one of those envelopes. He said, I know. And I didn't open it. <laughs> and I said, well, you're sorry now. <laughs> 
good. Very good. Well, Mary, listen, you've, you've just been extraordinary. You're, you're a fabulous woman, really. I was so looking forward to this. You're so... I've enjoyed it. Lovely, nice. so warm, so down to earth, so intelligent and, and just so, so ordinary. Mm. But you're a terrific ambassador for men and women and you're a terrific Irish ambassador. We're very, very lucky to have you. We well, really we, live in a, we live in an amazing country. And, you know, one yeah. of the lovely things about... Lovely, in inverted yeah. commas, things yeah. about um, not being able to go on holidays abroad last year was I just loved people saying oh well I, I went to such and such place and um, it was gorgeous mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting it so many people feel to go on holidays means to get on an airplane and leave yes there are fabulous places in this country Absolutely. and really really you know they're 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 steeped in beautiful landscape yes. lovely people mm-hmm. and Fun. Fun, exactly. Yeah. So we're going to ask RT to do another uh, uh, show with you, Mary, taking us all around to those beautiful places we <laughs> can visit. There's a now. Now there's a thought. So listen, thank you so much for coming. Not You're brilliant. You're very welcome. Great mentor uh, for us all. Absolutely brilliant. So stylish. So, you know, just ordinary. And, and just, you've you really just found yourself and you're, you're a wonderful ambassador. So thank you, Mary. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.